somebody at the door. Who are you? You don't even look human. I am one of the gargoyle mechanics. What? We are the underlying mythical structure of the city. We are one, we are one with the stone beneath the city. city. We are top of the building till no one is around, and then they come out to do our business. So, what's this got to do with me? We have a package for you from a secret admirer. Oh, that's nice. Uh, wait, why am I seeing you? Only those with child eyes can see us. Why, uh, thank you. Uh, and, uh, what do I owe you? In secret, the city is coming. Well, that was strange. Well, I can't wait to open this package. It's uh, looking like a box of chocolates. Um, hold on. It's oh my god! It's that. It's a box of crumpled paper. Like uh, okay. I, I guess it's an assortment. Um, let me see. Let's see what's in this one here. a well-established stud in this community. Another round? Yeah, and uh, I'll tell we'll have the same. I mean, I never score with the women in this bar. I mean, last night, this red-haired lady was giving me that eye all night. 
But when I walked up to talk to her, she started laughing and she walked away. I don't know what my problem is. Physics. Huh? The trajectory gaze must be multiplied by the angle of the competition to reveal the hypotenuse of desire. Wait, what? I have it all down in these formulas here. With this method, you let gravity do all the work. I'm getting lost here. They didn't teach you maths at school. Well, I've flunked engineering school. Yes, well, the hypotenuse is... Oh, wait. Engineering, did you say? Well, yeah. Well, now I know your problem. You have been taking a utilitarian approach to science, so haven't been seeing the larger abstractions that really matter, like picking up women, for example. I see. You're right. Uh, so, uh, what about this, the uh... The hypotenuse of desire is equal to the distance of the trajectory of the gaze along the axis of competing testosterone, divided by the graceful movements you make on your way to the restroom. But what if I don't need to go to the restroom? That is not important. This is where the imagination comes into play. After accidentally knocking over a beer, or more likely a glass of wine, the gravitational motion should land you into the conversation. And then what should I say? Say hi. Just say hi? No, say hi. Hi, like that? Yeah, almost, but quicker. Your need to go to the bathroom should be foremost on your mind. That will accelerate the Swartzwild constraints to ricochet the forces of abstraction at a variable speed of motion. So walk into the bathroom and walk out? No. You must sit on the toilet and wait. Wait? And wait. Wait. And wait. And wait. Wait. And wait. And wait. That is where the attraction grows. Oh. She will be missing the flash of testosterone force and be in a state of depletion that you may complete with your right balance of machismo and androgyny. Well, um, uh, thank you. Uh, I think. Taking in, of course, other testosterone forces competing in the field of desire. This is where the Navius Stokes update for the Bernoulli equations come in. Go on. In, and then? If you come out in the right angle of the forces of emotional disturbance, you will shoo right into place. In place for what? A kiss. A kiss? That soon? Uh, Well-timed kiss at the height of the emotional sine waves is the success of understanding the fourth-dimensional quantum entanglements. Walk away quickly to the empty side of the bar and let gravity do the rest. You mean like a slap? It all depends if you worked out your equations correctly. The rebound of a slap is all dependent on your intellectual capacity to access the long-term implications of your calculations. Conflict leads to conversation and a longer, stronger g-force of interest. If you can't ride the vibrational fields of passion, you simply can't score. Oh, okay. Well, okay, I'll give it a go. Another round? Wow, that Vinny character's a real douchebag. Um, I gotta take this flavor out of my mouth. It's really sour. Um, let me try one of these over here. Uh, this one, this looks really nice. Nice packaging. They're, they're the lovers crashing against the rocks. Rhythm of the surface that like moonlight rocks. Secrets told beneath the decks where lovers locked In moments spared, when singing hearts eventually sparked 
the movements of natural lovers like the gallop of a mare, until the passion was too much to bear. I don't necessarily leave them to their doom, because in this enchanting chaos, there's always plenty of room to play like dolphins and revel in the mystery. They meet in the waves and ebb and flow with history of past lovers' doom. But for them, perhaps nay, these lovers' joys for seeds to shed. Ah, oh, that was sweet. Actually, it was kind of spicy, too. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, okay. I think I'm going to try one of these pieces of crumpled paper, like, right over here. I'm Trixie the Treeberry of Hopkins Square Park. It's Valentine's Day, and normally I would be seeing lovers making out under all the trees and the sparkling of spirit and beautiful vibrational energies. But today, I am seeing the ghosts of lovers past and future. They leave behind their emotional imprints on the tree barks of their memories, dreams, and imaginations. Over there, under that branch, are the spirits of two squatters from the Umbrella House in a passionate embrace. And over there is a maiden from an ancient tenement with a dashing young sailor from the waterfront. And over there are two elder college professors amongst the flower children. And I see... Oh, by the way, what are you doing here? Oh, sorry. I keep running into that tree fairy. I don't know why. And, uh, I mean, what day is it? I thought it was just another day. I mean, what she's talking about. Um, I guess I'll take this one.
wow, I can really use my sense of humor right now. Um, ah, let me see. Uh, maybe this one looks really colorful. Maybe it'll make me laugh. Um, well, let's see what it does. You don't have to look for a sense of humor. You have a sense of humor. What? What are you talking about? Guess what? I can show you. Really? Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure idiocy. Okay. Hey, people. What do I teach? I teach freedom. Yes, no, it's not Braveheart-type freedom. It's even braver than that. Who is this clown? It's real freedom. Freedom from the constraints of boring, naturalistic performance. Freedom from the constraints of Nazi acting teachers. Freedom from the constraints that your mama and dada might have put on you as a kid. Speaking of being a kid, what I teach is getting you back in touch with what it was like to be a seven-year-old kid. Playing like that. Playing with an innocence. With somebody who doesn't know what's around the corner. Not being afraid to fall on your feet. Look up to the sky and say, It's okay. Today, I will be funny. It's a bit like waiting for God, because then you bomb my class. And then you say to yourself, that's okay. Tomorrow, I will be funny. Tomorrow, God will come. I teach joy, pleasure. I make you more beautiful, more charming, more lovable. I make you more innocent. I destroy, and I repeat, I destroy. I repeat that one more time, root of three's clown. I destroy irony. I am not interested in ironic comedy. It breaks my balls. I want stupidity. I want idiocy. And when you look lost and vulnerable and you look like you don't know what you're doing, actually, you look beautiful. ClownSchoolNYC.com And you can also find me on Instagram. I have three Instagram handles. I, I like to kill the lily on Instagram. Uh, my uh, most prominent Instagram handle is ClownGuru. Uh, you can also find me at Clown School in New York. You can also find me at Ed Malone Freak Show on Instagram. Not for the faint of heart. Warning, warning. You don't need a red nose. You just need yourself and your stupidity. I feel really stupid listening to this clown. Hmm. Let's see if there's something else here. There's so much crumpled paper. You know, I could just go on and on and on. Uh, this one looks pretty.
the loveliest song of a spell. bit too artsy for my taste. Hmm. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hold off on the rest of these and save them for later. And probably head out to the bar. The one known as the Full Moon Club. And I'll get myself a drink and just have a good time tonight. <laughs> oh, glad you liked my joke. Um, oh no, hold on a second. That um, Vinnie Douche is getting up. You, he's a real creep. You better scoot. I see. Uh, uh Stanley! You're that weird guy from that thing called the, the um, the Spellcast. I mean, I mean, am I saying that right? Yeah, well, um, whatever floats your boat. Another rent? No, 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 no thanks. Uh, my face hurts. Well, I'm gonna go out and talk to my friend over there, okay? There's never anyone interesting in this place. Sorry, Vinny, but, uh, while you were knocked out, you missed out on a really interesting crowd. Oh, shucks, like, uh, who? Well, there was Gustav, Paul Svartz, Jackson Scott, Alex Appel, Katrina Mitalinas, Ed Malone, Muggsy D, Amanda Dukowitz, and Kit Crash. Never heard of them. Uh, excuse me, I gotta get this phone call. Hello? I guess I'm going home alone again like usual. What a night. <laughs> 